19th of Tammuz, corresponding to the letter Resh. This is the first Shabbat of the three weeks, and each Shabbat of the three weeks corresponds, according to the Sephis, Amos, Sephis Emet, uh, brings down that each Shabbat of the three weeks is likened to the Reglaim, or the what is commonly called pilgrimage festivals. So this Shabbat will be the Shabbat of Pesach. And remember, Pesach breaks down to Pesach, mouth that speaks. So may we all speak forth freedom with this Shabbat, and may we all enjoy the lovely sounds of music on this Shabbat. As during the three weeks, we do not listen to music. But on Shabbat, we do. Baruch Hashem. One thing that I would like to mention, brought down by Rabbi Mendel Kesson Shlita, is that the 17th of Tammuz, during the year of 1776, the day that the Declaration of Independence for the United States of America was signed, that was the 17th of Tammuz. So he brings that down, and I thought that was really, really amazing because Independence Day for the United States is connected to the 17th of Tammuz, which is the original date that Mashiach ben Yosef was supposed to be revealed. Bezrat Hashem, that Mashiach will be revealed speedily in our days with the final redemption. The letter Resh. From Sefer Otiot, says Resh is the Yetzer Hara, the inescapable wish to believe that you are closer to God than anyone else. The inescapable wish to believe that you are closer to God than anyone else. This is the Yetzer that is why Resh goes up and down in the land as a gossip, which is Rachil. So Rachil is the word for gossip. It says this is a talebearer and commits the gravest sin, Lashan Hara, the evil tongue so arrogant that it believes that it can speak about someone else. Look, when the Yod, which is a Jew, makes himself big and proud, he becomes the Resh, wicked Rasha. This is the Resh which pretends not to know that it is evil. Which you can connect back to the beginning where it says, this is the inescapable wish to believe that you are closer to God than anyone else. I'd like to submit to the table that Korak, the cousin of Moshe and Aharon, took on this mentality. Remember that he was one of the Leviim and he was actually privileged to carry the Ark. But apparently that wasn't good enough. So looking at the Rasha, looking at the Yatahara, 
there is this picture of one who pretends that it's not evil and it's close to God and no one else can be closer than they are. May Hashem save us and deliver us from our own selves. There's another kind of resh. This is the end of pretending. Rosh Hashanah, the day of admitting, master of the universe, Ribono Shalolam. Have compassion, Rachamim, on your children. The harder a soul tries, the harder yet it must try. This is the striving of Resh. That one who is pious knows he is far closer to wickedness than someone who is in between. This is how he became pious. Also point out that the word pious is the word chasid or chasid. So just to reiterate that point of what a chasid is, it says they try harder and yet continue to try. And this is the striving of the resh. He is far closer to wickedness than someone who is in between. This is how he became pious. So understanding back to the beginning that we wish and believe that we're closer to God than anyone else going into pretending not to know that we're evil but yet we can use this same conduit the same letter to understand how close to wickedness we are to continue to admit to continue to ask Hashem to have mercy upon us and all of his children. Remember, it's not just about us, it's about everyone. That's why the quintessential prayer for a Yid is the Shemone Esre, the Amidah, which is a communal prayer. This is why when Mashiach Yeshua te teaches us how to pray, he says, Our Father. So, it's all about the corporate. We are all children of Hashem. Bezrat Hashem, and our piousness comes from knowing how close to wickedness we are, but yet we strive to repent and we strive to admit and we strive to cease pretending that we're not evil and that we're closer to Hashem than anyone else. The Gematria of Resh brought down by letters of light the numerical equivalent of resh is 200 it states in the talmud that if a person does not possess 200 zoos then he is permitted to collect charity from communal funds the moment when a person has 200 zoos he is no longer considered to be poor paya 8 8 Interestingly, the word Zadaka has the numerical equivalent of 199. This is from Sefer Halikutim Otiot, page 878. The significance of Zadaka being 199 is that there's called the Kolel, is a uh, function of Gematria where you add one for the whole word itself or the unit of what you're taking the Gematria of, which would make 199 become 200 so therefore Zadaka is equivalent to the Resh 
it's interesting on the structure of the resh that it actually looks like a boomerang. And so a different depictions show a person bowing over or it shows a poor person that is lacking support. So to speak on the point of repentance, I would actually like to go to Sanhedrin 98a in the Talmud because it brings this down. It says the Gemara discusses a verse that refers to the redemption. Ani Adonai be ita a kishena. I Adonai in its time will hasten it. Yeshayahu Isaiah 60 verse 22. Rabbi Alexandri said, Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi noted a contradiction. On the one hand, it is written in its time, which implies that the redemption will occur in its preordained time. But on the other hand, it is written, I will hasten it, which implies that God will bring the redemption before its time, its preordained time. Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi resolved this contradiction as follows. If the Jews are deserving, I will hasten it. If they are not deserving, the redemption will come in its time. Back in footnote 41, it discusses merits that could warrant an early redemption. And this is literally my heart and what I'm praying. So Bezrat Hashem, our words and our prayers and our thoughts are merited on high for an early redemption. May it be so. It says, the phrase is, they will inherit the land, which signifies redemption from Yeshayahu 60 verse 21. It says, the commentators understand the Gemara to mean that if the, per if, if the people possess sufficient merit, they will be redeemed even before the preordained date for the redemption. In line with this approach, the passage above 97b through 98a of Tractate Sanhedrin, Maharsha explains that if the people repent willingly and not merely because they want to be rescued from their dire conditions, the Mashiach will come to redeem them. Both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yehoshua agree with this. Maharsha and Sa Sanhedre Katana to 97b and see the Gemara below and note 64. The merit of Torah study is paramount in this context. See Gemara below 99b and in Baba Batra, Baba Batra 8a where it is taught that Torah study can hasten the Geula, the final redemption. In fact, the Vilna Gaon maintains that we can bring the redemption only through the study of Torah. Cited from the Evan Shlema 11.3, see also Chokmat Hada'at by the Chafetz Chaim, chapter 14, Beis Halevi to Parsha Bo, and Otzrot Acharit Hayamim, chapter 4. Chafetz Chaim asserts, 
that the combined merit of all the generations accumulates until it suffices to warrant the redemption. When that moment arrives, the Mashiach will come immediately, even if the generation extant at that time is relatively inferior. Chafetz Chaim al HaTorah from Devarim, Deuteronomy 30, verse 3. Just want to point out that Torah study, even in an inferior generation, full of repentance, will merit an early redemption. It will hasten the redemption, and we don't have to wait until the year 6000. On the calendar, it is currently 5780. So give or take a few hundred years, we are pretty much there. So may we all Torah study full of repentance, full of piousness, understanding that were it not for the grace of Hashem, we would be completely wicked. So from the Hebrew, from the wisdom of the Hebrew alphabet, brings down the Talmud interprets the Resh to represent Rasha, a wicked person, noting that it's juxtaposed of the Resh to the Kuf, which stands for Kadosh, the Holy One. The Talmud asks, why is the face of the Kuf turned away from the Resh? The wording of this phrase is euphemistic. Actually, Kuf does not turn its face away but stands behind the Resh, as it were. That is cited from Rashi. The Holy One, blessed as he says, I cannot bear to look at the wicked one. And why does the crown of the Kuf turn toward the Aleph? The Holy One, blessed as he says, if he repents, I shall bind upon him a crown like my own. Shabbat 104a. One of the beautiful things about turning back to Hashem, no matter how far we may have gone, there's a crown that is bound upon us, and it is the very crown of Hashem, the one who is Kadosh. And the beautiful thing about understanding our depravity if we are not people of repentance, if we are not people who are honest with ourselves, the beautiful thing is that Hashem still stands behind us. He is still there waiting for that moment for us to turn. Just like the father who waited for his son day after day after day after day after day after day after day, yes, after day, literally, even on and on and on until that moment he saw his son appear over the horizon and what did he do he lifted up his garments and ran towards his son that is Hashem the question is will we return and the the, pat, the next insight that I would like to bring down says, Indeed, the Hasidic masters taught that the ideal sequence of Teshuvah to first break with the past, then embark on a new life of righteousness, 
is beyond the capacity of most people. So breaking your past and then embarking on a new life of righteousness. For most people, that's kind of uh, above our ability. Goes on to say, nevertheless, they should not lose hope. For them, too, the way to repentance is open. What seems impossible is possible, is what this is saying. For them, too, the way of repentance is open because the verse can be interpreted. Sur mera veil se tov. Turn away from evil by means of doing good. Instead of beginning with the difficult negative task of breaking the past, let the penitent throw himself into the positive task of doing good. Eventually, he will transform himself and rid himself of the incrustations of evil. This is from the Hidushe Harim Beit Aharon. It says, Teshuva takes so much hard work that it's almost beyond human effort. But God helps. But God helps. Makes the job easier. Again, the shape and position of the two letters, Resh and Kuf. They illustrate this allegorically. As the Talmud continues, and why, why is the left leg of the Kuf, which symbolizes God, suspended? Now, the text says that this leg is suspended and this leg represents God. But as we read it, what do we read? Symbolizing God suspended. Now, when was Hashem suspended? When his image, which is the Torah, was manifest into the likeness of a man and placed on a stake, supernaturally held up for the propitiation atonement of the world. So why is this? It says, so that when Resh, which symbolizes the wicked, returns, he will ascend and enter through it. Shabbat 104a. Many people think that the Messiah was crucified to bring forgiveness for sins of all mankind. While that is true, that is not the complete story because what this is saying to us here, that this is the teaching of the letter Resh with the letter Kuf, that anyone can make Teshuva, anyone can return to Hashem, but they have to come through the suspended left leg of the Kuf. Throwing ourselves into Osei Tov, which is doing good. How does one do good? One does good by that which is set before us. Life and death. Good and evil. Blessings and curses. This is all from Deuteronomy chapter 30. So the choice is ours. Will we be a... A, rep a penitent or will we be a Rasha Bezrat Hashem 
we will all be penitents. We will all make shuva. And through the power of the resh, and through our earnest yearning and desire for the building of the Beit HaMikdash and for the final redemption, not to be delivered from dire straits, but to be brought into ultimate union with Hashem, with redemption for all the worlds, may the letter Resh be established in all of creation. And HaKadosh Baruchu, may the words of our lips, the meditations of our hearts, merit on high your acceptance. Baruch Haba B'Shem Adonai. Please send Mashiach now.